Welcome to the Super Expander Podcast. My name is Corrine Phelps, your host. I'm a business and growth coach, money mindset expert, and a multi-passionate entrepreneur. My journey has taken me all over from working in finance to owning a boutique fitness studio. I found myself burnt out, miserable, and questioning everything. Saying things to myself like, there's got to be more to life than this. Refusing to settle for a mediocre existence, I went all in, learning how to harness untapped potential and rewire the subconscious mind to create an extraordinary life. The last 10 years have been a crash course in self-love, building a business, creating community, building wealth, and doing what it takes to just freaking go for it. My mission is to help you align to your purpose, Rewire your subconscious to support your big dreams and vision and create a life that you're absolutely obsessed with. So sit back, tune in, and prepare to expand. Today's episode is going to be juicy. Our guest today Alex Mishka is a conscious sex and relationship coach, as well as a personal transformation coach. He is the creator of Erotic Blueprints, a talented hypnobreathwork facilitator, and a true champion of conscious masculinity. He is such a wealth of information when it comes to explaining masculine and feminine energies, and a true gifted space holder. He creates a safe place for you to delve into the depths of sexuality and pleasure. Hello, hello, Super Expanders. How are you? We are in for a wild, fun, amazing ride today. Thank you so much for taking the time to to be here to chat with me today. Corey, it's wonderful, wonderful to see you again. I'm I'm so grateful that you've invited me onto your your new baby, your new podcast, uh, the uh, Expanders podcast. And um, yeah, it's it, you know it's really good to see you again. You're you're shining, you're glowing at the moment. I can see the look of like inspiration in your eyes. That there's the light in your eyes, and it's great to be part of your new project and just see you again after the class we had. You know that was. Ooh, that was some expansive stuff we went through together. So yeah, thanks oh for having me on. <laughs> that was so good. See, I told you he's amazing, right? I think I'm just gonna sit here and let him let him say all the nice things to me all day. Um, forget about the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're charmers. Well, there's, there's there's a charmer in both of us. It's, it's yeah, now, right. <laughs> <laughs> so. You know, I just like to go completely deep on the, the first question because there's just really no other way way to be. So mm. we met in, in a hypno breathwork certification where I was absolutely cracked so wide open unexpectedly from the pretty much moment we we kicked off the class and you were there and set like such a witness, such a mm. powerful energy inside of that whole entire experience, which is why I'm so excited to have this conversation and share it with the super expander audience. So if you could just, I don't know, go dive right in and tell everybody who, who you are, like at your core, who is Alex? Mm, that's a beautiful question to start with. Um, and thank you for the invitation. And yeah, thanks for your reveal about the uh, the hypnobreathwork training. It really did crack us all wide open. And I think to be in presence with 
leaders such as yourself and all of the other women and men there was it was a deeply transformative experience for me i felt like i was in the most amazing company of of mixed characters and i think that leads to my answer is like who am i at my core i'm a social playful curious creature that is fascinated by human connection and how how we connect on a deeper level and especially in the realms of intimacy and sexuality um my i'm libra sun i have uh, other elements in my chart but that's a very relational sign and i'm also a projector in the field of human design so i'm always picking up on always picking up on people's vibes and energy and it took me until my late 30s to realize that actually my dharma was to work with people and to work with helping people map out and chart their inner landscapes of how they relate to themselves and how they relate to the world and each other. But if I could really simplify it, I'm just fascinated by sex and relationships. <laughs> <laughs> I told you it's going to be a juicy conversation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and also really fascinated by expansion and personal transformation and growth. That's like, that's like the inner magician in me. And I know that's a huge part of your life as well and, your, and the thrust of this podcast. So we can, oh. we can get... <laughs> yes <laughs> something that you just said there sucks out to me though because i feel like it they just they all interconnect the mapping out of how we relate to other people linked up with intimacy and sexuality and just like this whole transformation process i i i don't think you can have one without the other right right well said you've nailed it yeah You've nailed it completely. They're, it's they're like so overlapping circles. It's like a Venn diagram. Yes. Um, yeah. So all of those things are just like widespreading so deep. How, how was your own interest in that and evolution and learning just about yourself in that way? Share how that led to guiding others to yeah, uncover good... all of those things for themselves. Yeah, it's like there were two paths that were converging. Um, my life was a bit of a, a bit of a mess in my 20s. It was quite rock and roll, but there was a lot of chaos. <clears throat> and I felt quite lost. I had no idea who I really was. And I had some great encounters, but most of my relationships were quite chaotic. Like there was always just, I was quite confused a lot of the time about what was actually happening. And I think I got to a point in my early 30s after a particularly painful breakup when I was like, you know what, fuck this. I'm done not knowing what's going on here. I've got to fix this. I think it was a sense of desperation. And at the same time, that parallel path of like, okay, well, you've got to figure out your, all of your stuff and that's going on inside and master your, your reality because you're nowhere near your potential yet. Like you've got so much latent, um, skills and there's so much more you could do with your life. So it was a mixture of personal transformation and going on my own hero's journey and fixing the struggle of relating. And they, though, both those paths kind of aligned together. I think. And then I got really deeply into self-development work and like magic and manifestation and how that works as this, at the same time as I was trying to figure out how to relate better. It's almost kind of like a, a, 
a Pandora's box in the best possible way. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was a mess. So when you said, I, I've had enough, I'm tired of this. What I was just hearing was there were some patterns that were showing up and repeating themselves. Is that, am I, was I feeling that correctly? Oh, oh yeah, definitely, yeah, yeah. So the journey of, of self-discovery, I find this so fascinating because I think we, all of us in this sort of like personal development, self-growth, um, con- like spirituality, consciousness, all of it. I think that there's this driving force of needing to teach what we need to learn. And sometimes it's the easiest way is to start bringing others along on your journey, almost building this, like our own personal tribe, right? Like come learn with me so that if you can put people around you who are interested in expansion and growth, it just makes the whole entire journey much more exciting, um, much more fun. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah it's the tribe i mean you're you, you we're tribe now we're part of the same tribe just being in the hypno breath breathwork certification with you and the other women and 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 a few other men and, and francesca um it just it it blew things wide open for me like i've made so many connections out of the connections i have with you guys and so that's part of the extended tribe and i loved what you said initially about we kind of struggle so that we can become really good at helping other people with their own struggle. You know, it's kind of like the path of, I guess, the, in some ways, the wounded healer. Like we, we got we to gotta go through a lot of pain before we go, right, I'm going to figure this out. <laughs> I'm going to figure out how to get up the pole. Absolutely, right? It's a build so much trust, right? When you're trying to educate, uh, inform, bring people along and roll them in this vision, it's really hard if you haven't felt what they've felt if you haven't experienced some sort of hardship. And I always, I mean, I think every human being is experienced hardship in some, some capacity, but I've never encountered anyone who has achieved greatness that has not had a struggle that was paired right alongside it. Yeah, absolutely. That's it's so true that the best um, mentors and facilitators and people that I've learned from that I've met, they've, their life stories were insane. Like some of the stuff they've been through was quite mind blowing, you know, and they carry an edge with them. The people that have really had to struggle really, they have an extra edge. You can feel it quite quickly and it's, yeah, it gives, it's good to be around people like that. I think. So I'm excited to chat with you about masculine and feminine energy and like all Mm. of the intimacy aspects so i'm actually currently reading right now i'm reading the way of the superior man yeah that's that was the game changer for me that was the book that really i think it opened everything up and it was after a particularly painful breakup that i was like what what the hell is going on and then obviously the heavens just it floated down from the sky that book (laughs) it's it's it's, it, it, it sparked the whole revolution in our in the western world's understanding of how polarity works inside us and inside relationship so yeah it's a big one yeah so give us like a mini um uh, a condensed lesson if you could break it down for anyone listening who's like i don't know about this masculine and feminine energies please teach me (laughs) yeah (laughs) Uh, yeah 
I'll just condense the most complex. No, it's beautiful because it actually it's not. <laughs> You're like, wait, I didn't know you were going to do this to me. You just gave me the biggest task ever, and you want me to do this? Hold on, let me start the stopwatch right now. No I'm kidding. Oh, it's it's a beautiful subject. I love talking about it. I mean, I'm just a beginner and a student in this realm because it's so vast. Um, my teacher John Wyland is the man I think that most people can relate to. He's He's trained with Daida for 10 years and has is become the kind of the most prominent face of carrying that lineage uh, to the next generations. And he's updated it with his own teachings. So I would absolutely recommend if anyone's interested, go and check out John Wyman because he is incredible. But to briefly explain what the book is about, and what polarity is, it, it, it appears that in our reality, we have these energetic forces that exist within us that are the two poles of either yin or yang or masculine or feminine or you know there's many terms for these energies but they move through us and especially when we find ourselves in relationship with the opposite sex it's not really specific to gender but when you find yourself in relationship with with anyone whether you're whatever your sexual persuasion is these forces will appear and they're very powerful. They have a huge effect on the way we operate. And there are distinct laws or distinct patterns that appear for the masculine. And there are distinct patterns that appear for the feminine. And if we can learn to dance with those energies, those magnetics, amazing things can happen in your life and your relationships. And if you can't read that language, if you don't know that it's there, I think it's we tend to stumble quite a lot in our connections because we don't understand how to speak the language or how to see the pattern for what it is. So I'm going to tell you where I am in the book and maybe you'll remember. So this, like, I was actually closed the book last night on this chapter and I was like, yes, it was a chapter on how you're not supposed to ask your woman to not test you more. And the last little piece of the paragraph they're talking about, he was talking about how the the man ran, ran home and had made a million dollars and he wanted to share with his wife and she says to him but did you bring home the milk and he said no babe i made a million dollars and she's like i know but i asked you to bring home milk like three times he's like babe we could buy the whole dairy farm and instead of getting mad and flustered the response should be playful and to sweep her mm. off of her feet and say of course <laughs> i will go and get you the milk and i was like yes yes <laughs> but yeah, to yeah. explain it even just a little bit more the explanation was and that's the part that I really found so so fascinating was the explanation being the woman looking for him to still be secure in his love for her and not look for validation for the money that he made. And almost the flipping, if he was looking for validation on the money, it was almost like still in a childlike sense of seeking out approval like you would from a mother. And so there was still yeah. this very juvenile piece inside of the man that needed to ascend into a mature adult man yeah i love the fact that you've picked that paragraph because it's quite a hot topic right now is the nature of a feminine test and what a magical thing it actually is when it's a healthy test and why women need to consistently test their partners or to test their men just to see where they're at to see what their responses are to see how grounded they are to see what their values are in the moment and also like I think there's a great line in that book about 
you know, our previous successes or our previous achievements, they don't really matter in the moment. What matters in the moment is our integrity. If he said he was going to get the milk, did he get, did he get the milk? And the money is not really that important. What matters is his integrity. Did he keep his word? And keep his word. And yeah. I have full body chills because integrity is like, it's literally my top core value. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> one of mine as well yeah uh, high five high five sister to that because it's a big one right absolutely one. yeah so I last night I had my mind blown a little bit so, and it's funny because as I was reading the book um the first couple chapters I kept thinking I wasn't getting it I was, I was like mm. am I not paying attention do I need to go back and like reread this book what is going on and then finally last night as I finished that chapter I was like ah like, okay, I'm starting to understand. <laughs> I'm starting to get it. <laughs> Hallelujah. It's a great feeling. I, I think everyone has that when they first read the book. It's, it's just, it's beautifully written and it's quite, it's quite simple, but it, the complex things to get your head around, you know, it is deep. It's, it's yeah. simple, but deep. It's like a paradox, you know, but uh, yeah, it, it is, it's timeless. There's timeless truth in there that both men and women really relate to. I think it's quite an achievement. I don't know who David trained with, but I'd love to find out because it's, you have to wonder where does this stuff come from? But it yeah. just feels true. The truth just feels different, right? You, you hear it and you read it and you're like, whoa, that's, there it is, you know? Yes, this deep grasping. And so a big insight I had, which I, I'd love for you to kind of expand on is mm. how that particular even piece of it directly connects to intimacy. Like I have an inkling and understanding, but it's just this unenduring knowing of true love and mm. true trust and truly being safe. And it's, I think today, especially, and maybe this is why there's so much conversation about it is that there's a, especially for, for women in a lot of places, there's not a feeling of safety. And if you don't have that space in your relationship with your intimate partner you're constantly in a state of feeling um you know it's kind of like a fight or flight always right yeah yeah thank you for pointing that this out it's a huge part of this if we look at the the global kind of stage and the global state of connection and people are hungry people are really hungry women especially are hunger hungry for safety so men they can trust you know and men are hunger hungry for women that can trust them they want to feel acknowledged they want to feel appreciated and you know it's we want to have that dance where, we, where all of us are, we're, we're all seen for our qualities but we have that magic that 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 fire that juice that zest that comes from polarized play it comes from the woman feeling safe enough to surrender it comes from the man knowing how to create that, that surrender from her because he's grounded, because he's a force of nature and so is she. That timeless dance never goes away. And I think we're all hungry for it. And we're yeah, I mean, I can just, as you describe it, it's like, ooh, that feels spicy. <laughs> mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yum. <laughs> so, Okay, now now I'm like getting more and more interested. I feel like we could just sit here and, and talk about this all all day. As you have explored these these realms, there has to have been people that have 
expanded you in ways and and called you up super expanders in your life in mm. your career in your purpose i'd love to hear hear a little more about who who the who they have been yeah who they are yeah so i've i've, I've had i've had i've had a few amazing mentors both men and women and i'd also say that my relationships with with big big expanders even if they even when they came crashing down they were big big expanders because it's when sometimes people enter into your life to put the spotlight on your shadows and your pain your trauma all of your all your stuff's going to come up as soon as you get into a relationship right so it's like a sacred container that will fast track you to the things that you need to work on um i could talk about one of those relationships but before i do I would say that my mentors and my ex huge expanders over the years have been um, definitely David Dieter and John Wyland. Um, Chris Bale, he's another amazing uh, Irish energy worker. And he, he does a lot of work on polarity, but it's more from the field of Qigong. And the way he speaks about it is extremely powerful. So I'd recommend him without hesitation. Um, and then I've had quite a lot of female mentors that I've been following because there's, uh, I think Sophie Josefina, she's very powerful. Nadia Munla, she's another very powerful embodiment coach. So, I've, and then people like Francesca, these, these people who are synthesists, they bridge modalities together. I think that's been wonderful for me as a student in this, in this world to see these amazing coaches that can and mentors that can bridge different stuff together and, and turn it into something new, you know? Yeah. I, I, yeah. I love that too. Cause a lot of times it makes it more powerful. It also takes this like short amount of time that we all seem to have and mm. creates this potent experience in a shorter, mm. shorter duration, which then just opens up new level of growth that can happen. at such a more rapid rate. Yeah, absolutely. And, there, and sometimes people come along that just, they, they crystallize something for you. Like, I think an, a huge expander was, uh, do you know of Lacey Phillips? And oh, to be yeah. Too bad yeah. to be magnetic. She's, I love her. Yeah, she, she really bridged worlds for me because I love ritual magic and I love the art manifestation and visioning and the, <clears throat> the act of your willpower kind of punching holes in reality and using, using magical processes. But what I love about what she did is she, she pulled it down into the world of like um, subconscious reprogramming, shadow work and reparenting our inner children. And she made it this very practical formula that was really grounded in like neuroscience, neuro <clears throat> neuroscience and that kind of field. So that was a huge breakthrough for me discovering that. Yes, the subconscious mind, goodness. <laughs> oh omg that stuff would be crazy <laughs> all right so now i'm sitting on the edge of the seat i want to hear about this other super expander i, I want to hear about this relationship that expanded you and i love the fact that you actually went in and you're we're talking even just when we first started dabbling and talked about super expanders and mentioned that sometimes even they were the relationships that came crashing down because I don't think that we talk about enough that 
we do have people that come into our lives that can sometimes really feel like chaos. It can really feel like it could have been some sort of unfortunate experience that we might have had if we allow ourselves to perceive it that way. But when we walk away, having learned something about ourselves, learned something about the world around us or the other person, it's, it's powerful. Yeah, that's, you've you described that so beautifully. There is, there is, yeah, we tend to sometimes only think that, oh, the most amazing insights could, could only come from the best connections, but actually the ones that we, that we get railroaded by sometimes have the deepest gifts for us, you know? Um, and it's interesting. I'd been calling in conscious partnership for a while and true to form, a massive test arrived in my lap and I didn't realize it was meant to be a huge test. I thought it was like, oh, it's all, here it is. Here's the relationship I've been, you know, working towards. And it crumbled quite chaotically and violently quite quickly. And within the chaos, I got, I got to get in touch with my, my deepest wound, which is an old abandonment. I think everyone has a version of that. But in getting in touch with that, I had to really look at like, what, what is it? Why is it there? Like, how, and how do I have a better relationship with it? And that led me to really deepening my understanding of my attachment, you know, dynamic and my triggers and how to be with my pain and how to self-regulate. And it just opened up. I think it must have times by about a factor of a hundred, my personal development and my understanding of how relationships work and what most of us are kind of struggling with is that we just don't understand these patterns, you know. Most people don't know how to move through them. So it was a huge up leveling. <laughs> so how did, how did you navigate that? Was it, you know, journaling, meditation? What was your, your path to growth through that? Yeah, great question. A lot, a lot of journaling, a lot of meditation, a lot of breath work. I even hired a coach to try and plot and chart and map through what was what what had happened after picking up the pieces. Uh, in fact, a couple of coaches I worked with, and it just became really clear. And I think after a few months of processing the grief and then moving through like the experiential learning, and then and then really embodying the practice like daily ritual, like doing the practices daily, like to ground it into the body because you can read about something you can read a book on yoga doesn't mean that you know how to do the yoga <laughs> and i think the daily practice and actually really moving and embodying what i was what i was learning i began to see some pretty big shifts in my life and i think the next time this pattern appears because it will the, my response will be completely different to it it'll be a test right yeah yeah and that's it and that's the power that we have is it's our, we all we have is our power to respond instead of react i have a question for you have you joined the super expander free mentorship community if not what are you waiting for stop what you're doing right now and text the word mentor to 202 918 32 
202-918-3835. Text the word mentor to 202-918-3235. I send out weekly tips and inspiration to help you grow your business, to step into your wealthiest, most highest self, to harness your full potential and live an exceptional and extraordinary life. And the best part is it's really me sending those messages. So text me, say hello, and send me your questions. So do you have any, uh, like a tip for someone if they're in a place and they start to recognize a pattern, how they can just even bring acknowledgement to try to respond without, I mean, obviously they need to come and work with you and coach like with you deeper, but just like a, a little mini breakthrough tip, <laughs> like a little uh, sampling of the magic <laughs> that you could bring to that. Is that, am I, am I asking like a too tall, this is too tall of a ask. No, it's great. I love questions like this because it, it forces a very succinct answer. And I think that, I think the first thing that came to my mind is, you know, uh, all of our reactivity Gen, gen, generally, it's quite, you know, it, it can put a lot of pressure on the connection. So if, if anyone out there is listening and they're facing a problem that, they've, that, they, that feels familiar, uh, I would invite them to set aside some time to really sit with whatever that pain is. If, if you feel like picking up a phone and sending a message to your beloved, or if you feel like, what, like doing anything, I would say throw the fucking phone out the window. <laughs> And see if you can sit with your discomfort and just feel it. Just be with it for an hour, whatever it might be. And uh, you might get an interesting answer from that point. Now, that lands big for me. And I'll tell you why. Because I used to have a very hard time sitting with others in their pain. If they were crying, I would have a very compelling, strong desire to intercede either to try to make them stop crying. Like, how can I help you? What can I do for you? Or mm. it's, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. And what I started to realize it was not actually my issue with them experiencing pain. It was like, it was in me. It was something that I had to to deal with because I had like, I didn't want to cry. And so I wanted them to stop crying because I was feeling the, I guess, like the empathy bubble up inside of me seeing someone else go through something and I couldn't handle it. Yeah. It's a beautiful reveal. Thank you for revealing that. And th it's, as soon as you started telling a story, I got the image of there are different child archetypes that, that's, that we play out. And then it's that role of the fixer. It's like, we, and it exists inside all of us that we, we can't be still with another person because it's igniting lots of stuff inside of us. And we respond in that way that like, and it's a very masculine thing as well to do that. Men do this all the time. Oh, I'll fix it. What do you need to, like, let's, let's figure, there, figure out a way to fix it. I've, I've, got, I've got the tools. And generally your, the partner just wants someone that can hear them and be yeah. witnessed to them <laughs> in that context it does make you feel a little bit helpless and feeling helpless to not help someone else is then i'm much better at it now but it wasn't mm. always a, a good feeling and it, mm. it's a funny thing because it actually blew my mind when not too long ago actually i think it was maybe like a year ago someone had explained to me how mothering is actually a masculine 
energy. Interesting. It's really interesting, isn't it? Yeah. And they yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of broke down. I was like, how could that even possibly be? But I, by the end of it, I was like, I was completely convinced. I get it. I mean, obviously I think there's like dynamics inside, obviously a mother that's both also feminine as well, but the act yeah. of mothering is dominantly <laughs> a male. It's the masculine energy. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting how it works. There's all of these interesting kind of tandem paradoxes that exist inside, like the mother wound or the father wound, and how we relate to these different wounds and, and what trajectories they're on. But yeah, it's there's a bit of that in all of us. And so I'd always encourage myself to see where it's coming out. So this now has me curious. We were talking about super expanders and and this masculine and feminine energies inside. If what does it look like for like a client coming to you? to work on something, an experience of, of growth? What is a journey? I'm, I'm sure it looks different for, for everyone, but like a little snapshot of what that might look like for someone. Yeah, it's a great question. So I speak to a lot of men and women that are going through, they're either going, they've either found themselves in partnership and they're like, oh shit, it's all coming up. I don't want to sabotage this connection. And I don't really know how to move past these patterns or I'll meet people that are, that have been searching for connection for a long time. And they feel like they're blocked in places that they, that, that somehow they're being denied their connection because they want to move through their own personal transformation process. And there are, there are a few pillars that usually uh, appear within, within both processes and working with both clients. The first one is to figure out their story. Like, what is that? What is the, the gen, their general story? How do they get here? And everyone's story is unique, right? Everyone has their own hero's journey and everyone has their own, you know, history and past and series of relational woundings and everything that goes right back to childhood. We don't go too deep into the therapeutic aspect because it's, it's, it's just vast. But once we can pinpoint someone's story, you can usually pick out a few key things that, that we can work on. And it could be anything from how, how they inhabit themselves in their sense of embodiment, how they express themselves through their voice and through their creativity, um, how their judgment systems work, how their shadows work, where they're, where they're not stepping up fear of shame, you know, just shadow work 101 and figuring out their basic kind of attachment styles and dynamics and how that can be, is generally the most obvious pattern that they find themselves playing out. And then we use, obviously now I've got hypnobreathwork as an amazing tool to take people deeper into their dynamics and help them envision a new way of relating. Um, and yeah, I, it's, I, like, I like doing six sessions with a client just to kind of have a soft landing and a soft introduction to their story. And always there are always a few major breakthroughs where they just suddenly get themselves like, oh, this is how I operate. This is why this is happening. And it's that real aha moment. It's like that eureka moment. Like, okay, I get it now. Now I can see my blueprint, my map. Yeah. Yeah. So self-awareness, all of a sudden the layers just start falling away. <laughs> yeah, that's it. All of the, it's like dusting down an old French painting and it's covered in, you know, like, the, the dust of time and you just wipe it away and suddenly things become much clearer. I love that. I love that. Mm. So in all of this, because all this is such deep and intricate work, 
when you wake up in the morning and you think of like this, the feeling that you're going for in your life, like what is your North star? The thing that you're consistently, constantly reaching for? Mm, yeah, it's a beautiful question. Again, it's that feeling of human connection, like actually being out there in the world, surrounded by people like yourself, having these conversations. I get up for this. Like this, this like lights me up. Like when you invited me to come on this podcast, like I was grinning from ear to ear that day because I, because I feel connected to tribe. Like it's like, I think my environment is, I didn't realize how important my environment is to me, whether it's the, the climate, the sunshine, nature, but also the people that light me up. And I think, I get, I get up to that feeling of connection, that feeling of connecting to other people and, and exploring. That is my North Star. Yeah. Beautiful. And it makes so much sense too, because um, you're living that out in your purpose and in what you do. So that is a testament of just alignment and the pure magic that I know that you bring into this world for every person that has the, the genuine opportunity to be in your energy and in your world mm, oh, well thanks <laughs> that's a beautiful compliment i'm gonna have to hand that right back at you you know you've got amazing amazing energy and your voice is like it's the perfect radio voice but I, it's really interesting i remember you from the course and it's funny there were a few people that caught my eye on that course that i was really drawn to and you know they're all people that i've carried on communication with and, and, and exploring with afterwards and it's so funny how our instincts and our, and our curiosity homes in on people. And then suddenly you're having more connections with them. So yeah, that's magic to me. So thank you for the more of the magic. <laughs> that is magic. And it is so funny. I mean, it's just, that's your intuition, right? All of a sudden you just, yeah. and it's, it's, I think it's interesting in intuition in that way, because I think when you hone in on energies like that, it almost it's not that the other people aren't there, but in a lot of ways, it's like, they're not, <laughs> if that makes sense, <laughs> which sounds dismissive. And I don't mean it to, by anyone that was in our, in our certification, but do you know what I mean? Like all of a sudden there's like a huge bubbling up that rises to the top and everything else kind of the color dims a little bit in a way in that yeah. experience. Yeah, definitely. It's really interesting how instinct is the kind of the gut thing that protects you, but intuition, and this is a big part of our training, is like intuition is it's your soul's kind of voice beyond your egos. And so things naturally become more shiny and vibrant. And you're like, oh, that. You can't not take your eyes off that person or the thing And once you've seen it, you know. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's, so, it's yeah. amazing. So, you know, it's time for us to open up your super expander moment to be the super expander for, I mean, the whole entire podcast is truly your super expander moment for the audience. But in, in particular, I would love for you to share just either a, some kind of encouragement you might have given to your younger self or a, just a little nugget of wisdom. I think that this is like truly the gift that we get to give to others is to take our experiences. And while we didn't get, get to give it to our younger self, we can share that with someone else, collapse time for them and, and open up space for massive growth. So is there something that you would, you would tell your younger self? Mm, uh, it's, yeah, it's really beautiful to toy with this concept because we do get to time travel. I would say, I would say to my younger self, you know, keep doing what you're doing. You're gonna, it's gonna be okay. 
you're going to be, you've got this, you've got this. Cause I think one of the things that I missed in my early twenties was I just needed someone to put their arm on my shoulder or their hand on my shoulder and say, yeah, I've, I've got your back. So I think I just whisper back in time and say, don't worry, man, I've, I've got your back. It's going to be all right. Oh, I get chills on that. That's so good. I, I also love that you said that because someone, oh, I, when I asked this question of someone the other day, they're like, I wouldn't go back and change anything. And I was like, no, no, that's not the, that's not the, the point of the question. It's literally, is there wisdom that you can share with the world? And I feel like that in particular is such a, it's such a powerful one. I think it's one, you know, it's one we know because it's the same with our worries, right? You have, so, you have yeah. something and you worry and you worry and you worry and you find out that this thing that you worried about most times, like 99.9% yeah. .9 of the time does not come to reality or fruition. And you spent a tremendous amount of energy and just pain lingering there in that worry. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah. when, while you're grateful that it didn't come to fruition you're like dang why did i why did i waste yeah. so much of my precious life it's so true what you say it's so true we get so fixated and this it's so much energy to be again it's that feeling of like where where is it or you know whether it's something beautiful that you're calling in or something painful that you're waiting like tensing up against that all that energy we expend on it is it's you could power a small city on that so yeah i i love what you're saying just to to, <laughs> to cut Absolutely. that short short circuit that fuse <laughs> <laughs> such beautiful words of wisdom uh, so i'm so grateful that you're here you took the time out to share your beautiful energy your wisdom all of it how can the audience get in touch with you what's the best way to get into your world uh yeah at the moment the best way to get in contact with me is via instagram just at, at alex mishka on instagram i have a website that is going live in a few days that will be alexmishka.com and yeah either instagram or the website just keeping it simple for now that's that's the best way so as always, you know, you can find those in the show notes. We will have his website and his Instagram handle in there. You should slide over, follow Alex, say hello, um, and just learn from him, all of his, his wisdom and he likes to connect. So there you have yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Send me a message. We can have a great conversation. We can, we can explore. I'm, I'm open to everyone and everything. Thank you so, so much. I'm so grateful for you. Rory, it's been an absolute pleasure. It's really wonderful to be in contact with your energy again and hear your voice. That voice is just, oh, it's so seductive. <laughs> and, and it's so exciting being on your, your amazing podcast. I think this is going to go from strength to strength. And yeah, I'm just really excited for you and everything you're creating. Uh, I received that. Thank you so much. If you like what you heard, stop, drop, and leave a five-star review and hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. As always, the best way that you can thank our amazing guests is to share your biggest takeaway and then tag us on social media.